My wife is not my therapist. There is a phrase chock full of wisdom, profundity, and great relationship advice that echoes through the halls of locker rooms, fraternities, and groups of beer-drinking men everywhere. Bros before hoes. This simple statement represents a concept that's helped me have a more passionate, fulfilling marriage, and I can't believe it took me so long to see it. Let's start with the problem. My wife is not my therapist. It's not my wife's job to help me process my emotions, especially when those emotions are related to her, which is most of the time. What happens when I do that is we both feel drained of energy. I often use it as an opportunity to blame her, and if we make any progress at all, it comes at the sake of both of our sanity. Let's compare that to processing stressful emotions with a man that I trust and feel safe with. When I process with him, his energy goes up because he gets to be of service. I feel relieved that I have a resource outside my relationship, and I end up feeling better faster, thanks to the fact that what I'm going through has nothing to do with him, so he won't take it personally. Bros one, hose zero. When I say bros before hose, I'm really saying ensure you have a solid foundation of friends that have your back that you can count on for emotional support. Otherwise, your romantic relationship will suffer. So why are men so starved when it comes to deep friendships? There seems to be two main reasons. And although this is equally as important for women, I'm focusing on men because women seem to innately understand the value of intimate friendships. Number one. Men don't seek out real, vulnerable friendships outside of our romantic partners. The sad reality for many men in relationships is we put all our intimacy eggs in one basket. Sure, we have friends, but those friends are more like acquaintances or people we see a lot. Intimate friends are people who know your secrets. They see you at your worst because you let them in. They are people you call when you need someone to talk to. These relationships should include touch, too, because we need that more than we realize. Homophobia has discouraged men from hugging, touching, and cuddling with each other, and it's depriving us of our need for physical intimacy, which subsequently leads to us sourcing all of our touch needs from one romantic partner. Men mostly bond with each other by accident. Circumstances, not choice, are the reasons men form strong bonds. For example, when I was a student at the Naval Academy in Annapolis, I formed close bonds with my friends there. Why? We suffered together a lot. But does that mean we have to suffer together to have intimate friends? No. In fact, there's an easier way. And it brings me to reason number two, men don't have deep friendships. We don't let people into our lives. As men, we've been convinced by our culture that a real man handles his feelings and emotions on his own. A real man doesn't need help. Well, how's that working out for us? I'd say shitty. Not only do we need help, but by not speaking up, we miss the chance to let someone else be of service. We miss the chance to create closeness with our brothers, and we miss the chance to get the help that we know we need. By not fostering our relationships with men, we become emotionally codependent with the women we partner with. 
Our women then become the only source of our emotional well-being, and we become like needy children looking to their mother for safety. Quite ironic when you think about it. We need each other. This shift is not just about repairing romantic relationships. It's a larger conversation about the way we've lost a sense of community by insisting that our partner meet all our needs. My wife and I love couples work, and learning to consciously communicate and work through issues with each other is important, yet sometimes I wonder if it's all really necessary. Maybe we struggle so much in relationships because we look to our partner for all our needs, and fixing a codependent relationship is like learning to ride a broken bicycle. This has been My Wife Is Not My Therapist, written and read by the author, Dave Buddha. If you like this podcast, I'd love it if you leaved a rating and review. Um, and just as a reminder, you can subscribe and get more episodes either on Buddhism.com or typing Buddhism in your iTunes search bar. Thanks for listening.